Hello, everyone. This is Spencer Cohn, and you are listening to International Voices at Queens, a supportive listening space for members of the university community, recorded on the occupied lands of the Anishinaabe and Haudenosaunee peoples. Welcome to the episode. And for today's episode, we're going to talk about online learning. So, in the last couple of years, many educational institutions moved their classes online to better deliver their courses during the pandemic. Since then, online learning has become a common approach that many schools use to deliver their class. To me, online learning has both sided. On the positive side, it provides a convenient platform that allows students to access to the class regardless of where they are. On the other side, online learning does not have the capacity that allows people to networking. So, our special guest for this episode is Samran. Hi, Samran. Hi. It's so nice to meet you. Okay, it's so nice to meet you too.、Uh, would you please introduce yourself to our audience? Okay.、Um, hey, everyone. My name is Simran Daliwal, and I'm currently a third-year student in the Bachelor of Health Sciences program at Queen's University.、Um, I'm an international student from New Delhi, India, and I'm so excited to be doing this podcast in association with the Queen's University International Center. Thank you for having me. Okay. Thank you so much for the introduction. So I'm just wondering, Simran, could you please tell us about your online learning experience over the past two years? Okay.、Um, so, being an international student, I had no idea whatsoever of what Canada's education system would look like. And considering that everything was shifting online because of the COVID nineteen pandemic, when I was just beginning my university life, it was an even bigger change to adapt to, since I had never been subjected to online learning before in my life. School for me back in India mostly involved reading paperback science textbooks, writing with different colored pens in my notebook, which would be checked by my teacher regularly, by the way, <laughs> and physically asking instructors about a confusing topic. And behold, came university learning, coupled with the COVID nineteen pandemic, Zoom learning, and online assignments. I didn't even know how to type without looking at my keyboard, which obviously made me slow at assignments.、Um, essay writing for my writing course was very different from the essay writing I did back in high school. High school mostly involved me writing essays during a half an hour time limit of about two hundred to two fifty words, and having no time to go back and recheck my work. That meant getting the hang of it in the first go itself. And on the other hand, university essay writing involves starting the thousand-word essay days in advance, writing, rewriting, editing, re-editing, reading, and proofreading information. And to top it off, I was slow at typing. So you can imagine the struggle.、Um, by the time I got to the second semester of first year, I was more than determined to learn typing without looking at the keyboard and increase my typing speed. So I learned typing over the course of the winter break.、Um, luckily, as far as my other courses go, I had done a lot of the content back in high school, so memorization was less of a struggle.、Um, however, being a people's person, I found it hard to connect with my peers because everything was online, and I lowkey found it hard to make friends online. So I tried to find study groups and make friends using social media, and not gonna lie, that worked out pretty well for me. 
And second semester, first year was great. I knew how to type reasonably fast. I didn't have a writing course during the winter. So essay writing wasn't much of a pain anymore. And I felt like I was doing well in the social arena as well, which was very fulfilling. And by the time I got into second year, I was well versed with Zoom, OnQ, Solus, and other technological aspects of learning at Queens. Um, and my typing, my grades, my social life, everything was going very well. And at this point, I can confidently say that I successfully got through two years of online learning. So yeah, that's how my two-year experience with online learning was. Hey, thank you. Wow, that was challenging. And at the same time, I can see you have learned a lot of things in the past two years. So I'm also curious, that, um, could you please tell us about a significant challenge that they have faced while uh, learning online? And also, how did you overcome this challenge? Um, okay, so I already mentioned some of the challenges I faced while learning online. Mm -hmm. um, but if I were to describe one challenge that really affected me, that was the time difference. Mm -hmm. So when I was back in India for about three semesters of my degree, I was stuck in a nine and a half hour time difference. And it was really rough. Consider the number of insomnia episodes I had. <laughs> Damn. Um, so the issue was that even though I had an option to request accommodation for my classes or to watch recordings, I did not want to be treated as an outsider, or let's just say I did not want to be treated differently, which is why I purposely stayed up all night to attend extracurricular meetings, to attend classes, and to meet my friends. And obviously, when I stayed up during the night, I had to sleep during the day, which cut down on the time I used to spend with my family. Um, so yeah, that was very off-putting. And while I did deal with the challenge of being treated differently because of living internationally, I still ended up with the challenge of not having enough time to spend with my family. So it was like a trade-off. And it's like they say, you have to lose something to gain something. You can't have your cake and eat it too. But yeah, that's how I overcame one of the challenges presented by online learning. Thank you so much for sharing that. And I personally, I feel so related because I was also living in another country when I'm studying online. Um, and I realized that it's a time zone difference are so crucial and at the same time are so suffering for international students. For example, um, my country has 12 hours difference compared to Canada, yes. And um, it was really suffering to have some morning class during the midnight in my time zone. So yeah, and also you mentioned is having less time united with family. That was also very challenged during the online learning. and. Um, I'm also curious, uh, could you please tell us about some benefit that you experienced while learning online and how you hope to continue this benefit moving forward? Um, yeah, before I move forward, um, I just wanted to thank you for sharing that with me. Um, your feelings are totally valid and I completely get uh, where you're coming from because I've had those experiences as well. And I'm so proud of you for getting through them. Thank you. Um, of course. Um, and as far as benefits about learning online go, um, I guess the biggest benefit of online learning was that I became very tech savvy. Obviously, online learning is not a piece of cake. Kudos to everyone who transitioned to online learning during the pandemic in such an admirable way. Like, for real, we are amazing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, I had never been subjected to online portals or means of learning. So it was quite the experience getting to know more about the aspects of online learning and getting to know more about the education system of a whole different country altogether. 
Um, the experience has been no less than fulfilling, and I'm so excited to learn more as we move into another academic year. Hey, that is so wonderful. I'm so glad that you have learned something that really excited in the past two years, and also you can continue to use that in the future. Congrats. Thank you. <laughs> Did you know that if you visit the Student Academic Success Services website, you can find over 50 online guides and tutorials to everything you need to know to study and write effectively at the university level, whether you're a first year undergraduate or you're about to defend your PhD. When you log on to the website, just hit the button on the homepage linking to online guides and tutorials and you will find a whole world of information there at your fingertips anytime you need it. One of my favorite tutorials is Academics 101, which is our guide for incoming Queen's students to everything you're gonna to need to know from understanding expectations at Canadian universities to doing your readings, attending class, working with others, writing great papers and preparing for exams. So make sure to check it out now. So my last question would be, um, what advice or strategies that you will share to other students who are engaging in the online learning? As far as advice goes, I would recommend taking frequent breaks between studying. Um, this would help decrease screen time and increase productivity since, you know, it's easier to burn yourself out while engaging in online learning. I would also recommend using apps like Focus To Do which utilize the Pomodoro technique involving the repetition of 25 minutes of studying followed by a five minute break. Personally, the Pomodoro app really helped increase my productivity during the time school was online. And as far as other strategies go, booking appointments with peer learning assistants and peer writing assistants at Student Academic Success Services really help improve your techniques and enhance the quality of your assignments. So yeah, don't forget to check out Queen's academic resources. And of course, for international students, I would 100% recommend attending quick workshops quick as in Queen's University International Center because they're super helpful and offer excellent guidance related to academics and non-academics alike. Yeah, that's the advice I have for you. Thank you so much for sharing those resources. I'm sure they'll be really helpful to the future students who are engaging in the online learning. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure being on this podcast with you. Okay, thank you. Uh, we're moving to the end of the episode. Samran, do you have anything else to share? Just that, um, believe in yourself and you'll get through this year. And so proud of everyone who's uh, getting through this pandemic while engaging in online learning in such an admirable way. I am super proud of you and you got this. Yeah, see you in September. Thank you so much for sharing those. It's a pleasure to have you in this episode. Thank you so much, Spencer. It's been a pleasure. You are listening to International Voices at Queen's, a podcast produced by the Queen's International Center and Student Academic Success Services. I would like to thank Sadaf Omni for creating the music for this episode. Please support her work on her website at sadafomni.ca and other social media apps. 
I would also like to thank CFRC for their support. On behalf of the producers and editors Lydia, Amir, and myself, thank you all for listening to this episode. Please tune in to the future episodes and engage with us on social media. 